Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So we ended uh, 2021 with Catherine Swift, Working Canadians, working at Working CDNS, right, Catherine? That's what it is? Correct, Roy. Uh, and economist, former president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, Michelle Simpson, former liberal member of parliament and parliamentary seatmate to Justin Trudeau. How are you, Michelle? I'm fine, Roy, and uh, happy new year. Happy new year to you. Does he use deodorant or cologne? Uh, <laughs> cologne. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea why I asked that. <laughs> I don't care. Anyway, it just popped out of my mouth. I didn't mind answering. I just had the gatekeeper left for a moment. Linda, <laughs> <laughs> Linda Leatherdale, former money editor of the Toronto Sun, now vice president of Cambria Canada. And you're on this program uh, at, your, at your own peril, <laughs> Linda. <laughs> what are you going to ask me, Roy? <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. I'm going to think about it before I do, though. Oh, my goodness. So let's get at this. Uh, you know, we ended the year together. Let's start this one together. And I'm, I'm just curious what the issues are that you're going to focus on. And if we can, I'll just ask you for one out of the gate. And why don't we start with you, Linda? What What are you looking for in 2022? Well, you know, Roy, this is something I was thinking about. And we're also focused on this pandemic, COVID, with the new variant and um, good commentary on your show so far today but there's another one that's raging in this country and in North America and probably other parts of the world and this is the drug overdose pandemic and the, and it really really worries me because did you know since 2016 25,000 Canadians most of them young people have died and that compares to over 30,000 for COVID um, the worst is in BC I want to point out they just had one of the deadliest months on record with these drug overdose deaths but to me, this is a war on democracy because it's coming into North America, this terrible fentanyl, and let's not forget the opiate crises, but it's killing off our young workers at a time when we have a labor shortage and when we need more young workers working to support our programs in Canada, not putting them on social assistance as well. And so... This worries me, and I think it's going to get worse in 2022. But other things you already touched on your show, Roy, higher energy costs, Dan McTagg, love that guy, higher food costs. Well, as we already talked about at the end of 2021 was the inflation. And I believe interest rates, we are going to see ratchet up in 2022. And we've got record, record government debt. We've got record household debt. I, I don't think it's a pretty picture. But more than anything, it's the war on democracy that worries me. And, and of course, we just saw the anniversary of the insurrection in Washington, January 6th. And it's this hatred that seems to grow and the divide. And as you know, wars are won on divide and conquer. But here's my commentary, uh, Roy. I, I really believe, because I've seen headlines, divided we fall. But united we stand, divided we fall. And if our back should ever be against the wall, I believe we'll stand together. And that's what I'm praying for in 2022. Okay. We need to all come together. And not only that, let's get this pandemic behind us and let's do a war on drugs. Yeah, and, and I, I agree with you. And I just want to point out that uh, another serious collateral damage 
is the chronic pain patients in this country yes. who live in absolute agony. And they're the ones who are having their medications withheld because uh, because of the opioid, opioid crisis. Yep. These chronic pain patients need these medications in order to get through their lives. And they're the ones who are now being cynically forced to suffer. And it's causing suicides and, and yep. really, really terrible repercussions. Anyway, so... There's, there's Linda Leatherdale, and Linda's look ahead to 2022. Michelle, what about you? What are you looking for? What's going to get your attention? Well, uh, a lot like Linda, I have concerns about issues beyond COVID, the pandemic. I'd like to see us somehow be able to live with it because it's not going away anytime soon. So that said, I would like other... Uh, you know, some attention drawn to not only the cost of living, but hand-in-hand with affordable housing. I think it's disgraceful what's happening, and I think everything has gone on the back burner. And that's unfortunate because there are a lot of victims that will never be tallied as part of uh, damage done by the pandemic. And there's thousands and thousands and thousands Mm -hmm that are, uh, will not uh, see another new year because of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be talking tomorrow to start the show on the situation in British Columbia. Kids are going to be going back to school on Monday in B.C. We're going to be joined by a um, mental health specialist from British Columbia. We'll also be speaking with the president of the B.C. Teachers Federation and an infectious diseases physician from Ontario. And then we'll talk to parents. So, Catherine, what is it about 22? What's got you, uh, what's got you uh, energized? What are you looking for? Well, I'm hopeful. This is, uh, I guess, wishful thinking, and we'll see if it turns out to be true. I, I certainly agree with everything that Linda and Michelle have said. Um, but I, I'm starting to see a pushback against our absurdly politically correct, woke, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, sensibilities. And and it's getting to the level of absurdity. We recently had a court decision in Ontario, for example, that said that teachers didn't need to pay, to pass a basic math test because they determined it was racist. We've seen, you know, we, we've just, we saw the CBC come out with all these words that we should think about not using because apparently they're politically incorrect. Things like blackmail and spooky. We're not supposed to use those words. Anyway, and there was a whole list of it. But I'm I'm seeing a pushback and I am hopeful that the pendulum will start to swing back toward some common sense uh, and sanity with with these kinds of issues. It's taken over. I'm sure you saw that article written by a former CBC employee talking about how, you know, it just defied any sane journalistic standards, what the CBC was demanding. And, and we give them over, you know, well over a billion dollars a year of our tax money. So I'm hoping, and, and I hope this reverberates with governments. Our federal government, of course, is absurdly, uh, absurdly uh, politically correct. And this is not the preoccupation of average people. Average people are commonsensical. They want a decent. They want a, a home. They want a, you know a decent life for their children, and their families. They want a, 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 they want to work and be rewarded for it, not taxed to death 
We're going to see more, I think, punitive economic policies, uh, such as more taxes uh, imposed on average people in Canada in the next year. So I am hopeful that we will get the pushback we need to have toward more common sense. Catherine, when uh, the health minister said what he said, did you have the similar thought that they're angling for the Emergencies Act, or am I out to lunch? I didn't go there immediately, but now that you mention it, (laughs) I certainly wouldn't rule it out. But what has struck me, and this has been the case throughout the pandemic, is the federal government has loved to dump any controversial, difficult decisions onto the provinces. You know, they didn't act at the borders when they should have. Clearly a federal responsibility. They did a terrible job of obtaining the vaccinations, uh, uh, and that was clearly a federal responsibility, or vaccines, I should say. And then they, But then they tried to blame the provinces. Oh, it was just that they're not distributing them properly. Anyway, there was a whole lot of those. And when the health minister came out with his, you know, musings about mandatory uh, vaccinations, I thought... Well, if you guys want to do it, you do it. Because he said, well, but but the, it'll have to be the provinces that will, ha- you know, that will have to determine that. I was happy to see Mo and Kenny come out so quickly and say no way uh, for a whole pile of different reasons. But if, if they're so determined that they feel this is important, don't wimp out, you guys. Don't wimp out, liberals. You impose it and see how that works for you. Let me just play you what uh, Jason Kenny said. While Omicron is less severe at an individual level, even a small percentage of a very large number of people requiring hospital care can put our health care system under real pressure. So, uh, mandates. Uh, Linda, I don't know if you want to deal with that question of mine, the Emergencies Act reach. Uh, go ahead. Well, if you want to talk about something well, else, fire away. Well, I, like Catherine, I never thought about it, but now that you've suggested it, Roy... Definitely. And and, and you, you made another point, and that is how Justin Trudeau, I mean, I talked about the great divide and growing hatred. And we've got a crisis here where we've got vaxxers against anti-vaxxers, families are fighting. It's crazy. And Catherine's right. They've done a terrible job, and it all goes down to the provinces. I was told to get a booster. Roy, I was booked if I on the Ontario. I wouldn't get it till Febru- end of February. Thank goodness, Rexall, I'll get it on Wednesday. But here they're saying get rapid tests. They're not even good. The booster I couldn't even get originally. So I, I, there's, I think the mixed messaging and it's a nightmare for the average people. Okay, Michelle, your turn. Oh, I definitely agree that uh, there's something in the wind because the liberals are masters at launching trial balloons. Yeah. So I more or less had that same feeling mm-hmm. that, you know, where is he headed with this? Yeah, this wasn't by and accident, where is it was going? It? And there's no question, and I totally agree, but I do see it both ways. I'm getting so tired of the feds blaming the provinces and then the provinces blaming the feds for things that they are responsible for. So it's it, they're both pointing fingers at one another. And we're caught in the middle. Okay, uh, carry on. Uh, anybody? Well, 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 I was just going to say on this on the topic of trial balloons. How about this issue of taxing your principal residence, which keeps oh. cropping up in, in yeah. all kinds of different forms? You know, there's a, that. That's exactly what I thought when I saw that. It, there was a CMHC report you probably saw that came out in the last few days, talking about some new form of a tax on your principal residence. 
And I, I just found that so outrageous. But I thought, these guys keep floating this. They keep floating some version of this same concept. And I'll tell you one thing. For decades, Canadians have viewed, and this is private sector Canadians who don't have a big fat pension like the government people do that we all pay for them to have and can't have for ourselves. If they touch the principal residents with any form of tax, they're dead meat politically and deservedly so. No, oh, dead meat. Uh, hey, hey. So, so, so. And I'm a vegetarian, so, you know. <laughs> no, we, we found that out at Christmas time. <laughs> uh, so while they're flipping steaks on their barbecues and the rest of them are struggling to find some dog food, I'm just, you know, I mean, the, the, the metaphor is, is going to apply in some crazy form. Uh, it's it, they have to they have to understand where people are. Let me just read you an email that came in from Jeanette. Dear Roy, listening again to your Beauties on the Beast segment on Saturday, January 8th. Again, a great show, one that resonates with the majority, not those who are connected, uh, disconnected from Canadians in their ivory towers. Common sense is what we need in 2022. I hope we get there. Many like me feel helpless to make that change, but I know that the solution is in unity. I seek this and try in my small way to promote it. Beauties on the Beast are the voices of common sense and change of the present situation. Thank you for your voice, Jeanette, and that's directed at you three. Wow. Oh, and thank you, Jeanette. That is very kind. And, it and is we correct. need common sense. <laughs> yes. But this is, this is what I hear from, and I just want to say this, this is what I hear regularly. I'll hear it after the segment today. You'll see it on Twitter. People really appreciate the fact that you, Catherine, you, Linda, you, Michelle, say what's on your mind. You speak clearly. You don't obfuscate. You don't try to find escape routes and speak half-truths or give half-sentences or, or, or sign uh, blame to somebody else. You speak your minds. So uh, we, have a, we have a minute left here. So how about 20 seconds each and just fire away. Why don't you start us oh. off, Michelle? Well, what I'm going to say is it's been a pleasure to be a part of this group. And I hope that in some small way, uh, we can continue to be the voice of common sense, which is becoming so uncommon in this country and others. Common yeah. sense is a dying commodity. It certainly is. Um, Linda. Well, okay, first of all, I agree with, um, with Michelle, but hands off our homes. I'm so glad, Catherine, you brought that up. This is a huge issue, and there will be a major revolt in this country. Our taxes are already so high. We are taxed to death already on our homes, and a capital gains tax, uh-uh, uh-uh. So that's here. I'm on, I'm on for a fight with you, Catherine and Michelle. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to warn them not to get that going. Uh, <laughs> Catherine, why don't you wrap it up for us, please? Well, I, I think we've come full circle. We're back to that common sense thing. And, and also, Roy, I couldn't agree with you more about the divisiveness of so many of our politicians. And I was listening to your show earlier, and Biden, Biden's statements were horribly divisive that he made on the January 6th, you know, uh, so-called anniversary and so on. And I think all of us as Canadians need to reject divisive politicians uh, look at our common cause, look at our common sense, okay. and go forward from there and get away from the woke because woke is a very bad joke and the joke is on us. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.